And here we go. So today on the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast, John and I are both in the studio together, not in different states, but in the, the same, same state. studio. The we... same studio in the same state of mind. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So today we're going to do something a little bit different since we like to always talk about serial killers all the time because we're just crazy like that. We're actually going to play a game called Hunt a Killer, and there's several different, um, I don't know, quote-unquote cases that you can um, play, and today we're going to be playing Death at the Dive Bar, which you can actually purchase at Target for $29.99, and um, depending on how this goes, we may do this again in the future. Um, my hope is that it this is a more popular episode. And we can start streaming these live on Twitch so people can kind of play along and hop in the chat and chime in when they want uh, and play along with. Also, we should let out that if you haven't played this um, and you want to, um, spoiler alert. So you should probably not listen to this episode. Um, until or, maybe after you played. Yeah, until after it, like after you played. Also, I mean, there is the caveat that you might want to listen and it might inspire you to want to go and get the game. We recommend that you do. It's an excellent game. I've never played it, um, but I've heard lots about it. I've heard people rant and rave about it. Um, I've heard a lot of good things saying this is excellent. And I've read through um, some of the synopsis, and I think it is masterfully um, put together. Whoever put together had, like, a genius inspiration. It's something that I definitely would have thought about if, you know, I should have thought about. Dang them for being yeah, so brilliant. Yeah, and I have to say, too, the storylines aren't just the interesting part. Um, when you buy the box, it comes with all these, like, sort of props. Like, in this set, there is a beer can opener um, with the name of, um, I don't know, some establishment. I'm not sure yet. It's, I'm not going to even read the name yet because I don't want to give that away. Um, and then, like, a matchbox that looks like it has been struck on the side, like wooden matches. Um, but it's not. It, it's printed on there but it looks like it's been struck on the side so there's a ton of detail that went into it yeah and every box that we've gotten my wife and i um are, are like this um so they put a lot of detail in to like the sort of props that you get with the game they're kind of almost like, like collectibles in a way um exclusive to the game um and they're they're fun so part of your $30 or it's also a subscription box. So the subscription box is going to be a little bit more. It's like six game or they send them to you in like once a month for six months. So there's like six quote unquote episodes. Um, you can also expedite those. Once you've finished the first box, you can expedite it and no extra charge and they'll send it right away in like about a week. You'll get it. So if you want to finish them much quicker than once a month, you can do that. But anyways, those boxes that are in the subscription version from Hunted Killer, um, same thing. Like probably even maybe more detail than uh, as far as the props and stuff go. 
Uh, so with that, I would like to say this episode is unintentionally sponsored by Point Beer in Stevens Point. I say unintentionally <laughs> because they're not paying me to say this, but uh, we're definitely going to be having some uh, Point Beer. It's a special lager, so anybody in Wisconsin should know what I'm talking about if you drink beer, which is like probably 90% of people in Wisconsin. <laughs> It's like what babies get instead of milk here, almost. <laughs> and we were partaking in a lot of it. So. Yeah, so if it starts to get silly, that's why. Yes. Um, also, the soundtrack underneath that's being played as I speak, I composed or arranged all this music myself. Some of the stuff um, I didn't... that I, The stuff that I didn't compose, I used samples to put together. I still either composed or arranged it, the entire thing, anyways, so... If you like it, cool. If not, no hard feelings. Excellent. So where do we start? So this, I believe... Uh, do, do you want me to yeah, read that read off? This, I think that's kind of the starting point, if I remember correctly. Okay. So this is the letter that we got from... We're just going to play this off as... We're going to play along as if this is a real thing. As if this is a real thing. And we're, we're in, what, private investigators ourselves? So, I believe so. That's how it kind of was in the other one that Rebecca and I had done. Okay. We're kind of like private investigators that this person that owns this company is hiring us to do. To figure out who the killer is. Right, correct. Okay. So I'll go ahead and read this letter that we got from this other investigator. Okay. Uh, it says to us, Hello, investigator. I'm so glad you've joined Gray Investigations. I'm excited to be mentor, uh, mentoring a new member of our investigative team. Excuse me, beer burps. Maybe we shouldn't be investigating a crime drunk. Wait a minute. Don't all good investigators at a minimum drink scotch? That's true. That's true. And all detectives <laughs> and are luscious. Right. So, I mean, we're just drinking beer. We're not even getting mixed drinks in right, here. Right, right. Maybe think we should. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm excited to be mentoring a new member of our investigative team, and I trust you're up to the challenge of solving this crime. Your client, Carmen was struggling to get anyone to listen to her before she came to us. I don't know what the local authorities were thinking when they ruled Nick Webster's death an accident. As soon as I took a look, I knew she was onto something. There's no doubt in my mind Nick's, Nick Webster was murdered. It's just a matter of figuring out who killed him. Carmen's already managed to identify four clear suspects each of them more capable of committing the crime. Uh, as you're working this case, pay attention to your suspect's uh, means, motive, and opportunity. Only a combination of all three will reveal the killer. When it comes to alibis, you should be able to collaborate or corroborate, I'm sorry, uh, everyone's whereabouts at the time of the murder. Anyone who can prove they weren't at the scene of the crime is probably in the clear. But it's not enough to simply exclude innocent suspects. To truly crack this case, you'll need to work out who the real criminal is and why they committed the crime. I'm enclosing all the evidence Carmen sent. As you review her notes, remember, a good investigator never takes a suspect at their word. 
You should always be able to find information that confirms or contradicts someone's claims. Oh, and I should warn you, a little familiarity with code breaking often comes in handy in cases like this. I've had to familiarize myself with a lot of different varieties of crypt, uh, cryptic communication over the years. I've left you with an example of one of the most common types of codes I've encountered. Oh, I've in uh, um, I've left you with an example of one of the most common types of codes I've encountered to help you get up to speed. But don't forget, once you understand the principle, there are lots of different ways to apply the theory. All right. I think I've given you all the evidence I can. You should have what you need to find the killer. If you're able to interpret the evidence, good luck. Is that Michelle Gray, Private Investigator, so. Gray yeah. Investigations, LLC? And so in this box, we've got a what looks to be some kind of like a money depository bag yeah. for like a business. Yep. And it's got a lock on there. It's a legit lock. So we do have to figure out how to crack the combination. Okay. Um, Rebecca's already played through this by herself. Um, so she was able to do it. Um, so, I mean, it's not impossible. It can be done. Um, and then we've got a bunch of other types of things uh, in here. Let's see. This is the manual. We don't need the manual. I already know how to play, I guess, sort of. Um, let's see. This looks like advertisements for other stuff. Okay, so we've got a first thing I have on here. We're going to kind of just go through all the props. I've got a um, coaster, like a glass coaster, like you'd get in a restaurant where they set down like a coaster. I had to try one, two, three. I mean... Uh, did it work? No. Okay. Did you try 666? <laughs> oh, let's... Let's... <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and give that a shot. I had to. I mean, if I yeah. went the whole game and it was one, two, three... You'd feel like a, a yeah. yeah, I'd be really upset. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nope. Uh, okay, so the first item that I pulled out of the box is a... Um, like a drink coaster, uh, so when you know condensation drips down, it doesn't get on the table. It says we serve beer and ale, Holtz. So that's some kind of restaurant. On the back, on the bottom where it's blank, there's something written. It says the date you can't forget. Dash M M Y. So that might be. I was gonna say month, know? year, but I don't know. The date you can't forget. Dash M M. Slash Y. Let me see. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Um, so the next thing I'm pulling out of the box is like a news newspaper clipping. Okay. And I'm not even sure if I'm pulling all of this out in the correct order. I'm just kind of pulling it out. Am I, is my mic working? I feel like it's not that loud. I'm gonna go ahead and turn mine up. Check one. Yeah, it looks like it's working just fine. I'm gonna go ahead and turn it up just a little bit. Cause it looks like it's the sound waves look much much smaller than John's sound waves. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So uh, on this clipping it's says old scratch owners death ruled an accident a tragic end to a difficult year um and then i don't know if this one's pertinent or not the back side of the newspaper clipping has an article as well we'll go over that 
Um, but that is what I've got for the first item or the second item I pulled out of the box is a newspaper article. Uh, the next item after that. Old. You got the coaster? Was that on the back? And this is some kind of decipher that they put on the uh, back of the letter. I don't know if oh. that's to aid us or just to show us kind of what the ciphers are like or what it is. I'm kind of taking it as what it is. Um, okay. I've got a letter that says Old Scratch Tavern for the header. And it starts off Dear Ms. Gray and... There's a complete full-page letter on that. So, uh, make sure we look at that. I've got what looks to be like an envelope that was mailed with no return address to Chris Thompson, 131. I can't read the... I'm trying to read the name of the road. Kaz Mitchell, Kaz, Kaz Road. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. And that's... Uh, Pendleton, Indiana. Uh, it's it's handwritten, uh, right. so it's kind of hard to read. Should we lead with the letter from Carmen? Um, maybe Mrs. Gray, or is there a certain way we go about this? Uh, I what Rebecca and I did was we just kind of went through everything and then tried. We just read everything and tried to figure out what. All right. Do you want me to read this letter right away? Yeah, yeah. All we'll right. get to the envelope later because that this looks important too. All right. Uh, letter says, dear Mrs. Or Miss Ms. Gray, I'm writing because I think my boss was murdered, but I can't prove it on my own. I'm hoping someone at Gray Investigations can help me. Let me give a or let me give you a little background. I've learned everything I know about bartending from my boss, Nick Webster. Um, he's the one killed, correct? Nick was the one killed. Yep. Okay. So she learned everything about bartending from her boss, Nick. Um, taught me how to pull a perfect, pull a perfect pint, and coached me on eighty-sixing rowdy patrons. Uh, he even helped me rearrange my work schedule so I could be home more with my sister, uh, or when my sister was sick last year. Nick was the best. Old Scratch Tavern isn't much to look at, but it's one of those places that feels like home. Sometimes you... Oh, dang, I can't sing that. <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, that was all Nick. I guess that's why it hit me so hard when Nick died in December. It was so sudden and so bizarre. The official story is that Nick was drunk and lost his footing, but too many strange things happened in the months leading up to his death for me to believe it was an accident. The thing is, Nick had been seeing the devil. For months, he'd been telling everyone uh, who'd listened that there was someone or something lurking out in the woods behind the bar. At first, everyone assumed he was just exaggerating for the sake of a good story. Nick could spend uh, the whole night in the corner booth spinning 
spinning yarns and telling tales. But there was no way he could be making up creepy notes. Uh, up the creepy notes he was getting. Or the dead animals on the foot doorstep. Or the fires that kept flaring up near the building. Uh, he had no reason to. Not even when things were getting so dangerous. Someone was trying to scare him. Maybe even scare him to death. He was obsessed with figuring out who was to blame. He'd stay in the bar's office for hours, poring over the security footage or camera footage and scribbling notes. On the night he died, I had just closed up when he came out of the office and said he'd finally figured it out. Before he could explain, he saw someone outside and ran off into the woods. My back was to the door, so I didn't see anyone. By the time I turned around, both Nick and the devil were gone, and all that was left, oh, and all that was left was a small fire burning outside. After I put it out, I waited for Nick, but he never came back. I can't help wondering what he would have told me if he had the chance. After his death was ruled an accident, I went through and found all the notes he had been keeping about the devil in a locked up deposit bag so all the notes he's been collecting are in there okay so yeah the 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 bag that has a combination on it that looks like a money depository bag that that's what we're talking about that's that's nick's bag um i still haven't figured out how to open it i even found proof that the devil was real finally caught on camera like nick had been trying to do for months i took the evidence and i found or I took the evidence I found to the sheriff, hoping it would change his mind. But he didn't care that Nick really wasn't uh, was chasing after someone that night. The official determination is still that Nick slipped and fell up the cliff. But the thing is, I went out to the place where he died. I don't think the authorities even bothered to look any further than the spot where Nick, um, where they found Nick's body. There was caution tape uh, down on the rocks, but nothing on top of the cliff. The ground near the ledge didn't look like it had been disturbed since Saturday night. And if the authorities had been there, there's no way they'd count out foul play. Somebody in a mat or in a devil mask really was there that night, and whoever it was pushed Nick off of that cliff. The sheriff may not believe me. But I must be making someone nervous by looking into Nick's death. I've started to get threatening letters, just like the ones Nick, uh, just like the ones Nick was getting before he died. I'd be lying if I said I'm not scared, but those th uh, threats also prove I'm onto something, don't you? Or don't you think? I know I'm close. <laughs> But I've still got questions I can't answer. Uh, I'm sending you all the evidence I've collected in the hopes that you'll be able to do what I can't and bring my friend's killer to justice before it's too late. Sincerely, Carmen Rojas. So to me, my first instinct is it sounds like possibly someone in law, law enforcement could potentially be involved. Okay. Because they're not looking into it. They're, they could just be lazy. It could be lazy. 
but we, without without knowing any more information, it seems like they're being negligent at the very least. Yeah. And that makes you wonder why. Right. Also, if someone's receiving threatening letters, um, as the old saying goes, you're over the target when you're receiving flack, so that seems valid. Right. All right, what else do we got? So we got an article here um, on both sides. I don't know if the back side is more just a prop or if we need to read both sides. So You know, the, the thing that bothers me about this letter from Ms. Gray, our client, is what did she see? Are we going to see what she saw? Okay. I need to see what she saw. Well, we can go ahead and look through the evidence. We have everything right here. Yeah, I want to see what she... Does she have, like, photos of what she's seen on top of that cliff to uh, make her think there that... There are some photos in here, yes. Okay, to make her think that it was foul play. Is there a picture of the guy in the devil mask? She said she had some surveillance. Um, like, I want to see what she saw. Because she... Where's that letter from her? Oh, here it is. Right, under there. Where's that right here. No, that's not the letter. From oh, the, uh, this one. Okay. So here is. So I want to the surveillance video, and you can see someone in the door looks to be in sort okay. of a a devil mask. Uh, um, what maybe I'll do? Eh, I don't want to do that. So I'll describe the picture. There's two people. One I'm assuming is going to be the owner. And the other is a okay. lady. Something and then else. They're, they're standing in front of a door, and you can kind of see someone standing at the door, and all you can see is just the mask. Okay. Oh, so it's got a window, hey. you know, in the door. So, hold on. I'm going to write down some notes here. Okay. Uh, first one I want to point out as I'm reading through this really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, the official report. Um, the official story is that Nick was drunk and lost his footing and fell off the cliff. Was he drunk? Did they do a talk screen? There's... Let's see. There is... That's what we should look for, like, right through. Okay, so let's look through the evidence. There's a letter here, an envelope. What is this? Nick. This... Hold on, Nick. Um... Was drunk... Lost footing. That's the official report. Mm-hmm. So I want to confirm or deny the official report. Can we rule it out? So that's probably what we're looking for right there, right? That, uh, maybe. Traffic stop, red Honda going 60. This is his report. Report a suspicious person, 13. No sign of the unusual activity on arrival. Search property called in all clear. After confirming, so they didn't see the double. Lights out. Collision between blue Cadillac and black Lincoln. So I've got the citation. Black Lincoln? Yeah. I've got a citation for a silver Ford Lincoln here. 2015. So dark colored Lincoln. Uh... In the dark, it might be mistaken as, uh, as black. Right? Let me see the violation is for. Oh, this is just the tail tail lights out. Yeah, that's what it says here. Okay. Three thirty one. What we're gonna do is we're before we start theorizing and trying to come up with 
theories. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any theories right now, but my mind is always racing towards yeah, this me, or that. Me too. And um, like Matt said, I want to kind of get a full, broad spectrum of all the evidence that we have. Kind of look over, but there's a lot of evidence here. Okay, so this is looks like in the back seat of a vehicle. In the uh... yeah, so what we're gonna do is we're kind of just briefly go over everything, all the evidence, and I'll try to do my best to describe what we're looking at because we're not doing any video for this episode. Mostly just because I didn't want to set it all up. I have everything packed in my bags from when we were traveling, so it's not already set up. Um, my goal would be next time when everything's set up. Um, I'll show you the viewer slash listener the items that come in the box that we're looking at so you can kind of get an idea of what we're seeing too. So for those of you listening to this episode, if you're a little frustrated because you can't see what we're seeing, we're this is going to be the only time we're going to do just the audio. Um, audio. And you'll, the audio. We'll do video and audio next time. So you can see what we're seeing. Uh, but like I said, I'll do my best to try to describe what we're seeing. Are you... Oh, is that the suspect list? Yeah, I think so. For personal records. And again, so just a bunch of pauses. Here, let me take my headphones off. This is a bit of a delay. Um, there's a bunch of pauses. That's us looking at stuff. Um, so kind of just bear with us. I'll try to edit it a little you know so it's not so bad okay so we got four suspects donna goddard uh date of birth september 30 1980 uh female 58 um black black hair brown eyes alias is none address is 9805 castani castania road Perdition, Indiana. Oh, that's where this letter came from, I think. Is it? Yeah. It was hard to read because that was handwritten. Uh, was that it or no? No, this no? came okay. from 131 Carmichael Road. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an R. I thought it was an N. My bad. No yes, criminal. So she has no background. No, no criminal, criminal background? No okay. criminal background. Education. Associates in business. Perdition Community College. Real estate agent at Hoosier Realtor. Uh, my favorite regular, this is the notes that she took. My favorite regular old scratch. That's the name of the restaurant, the bar. Is it? Uh, where's the header? The letter with the header on it? Yeah. This one? Yep. That's the name of the bar, Old Scratch Tavern. My favorite regular at Old Scratch. Um,. Comes in three to four times a week, so she's definitely there frequently. Uh, kills at karaoke, mops the floor up with the competition at pool, always tips well. Handled the sale of the bar when Nick uh, bought it in 2005. Seller was Lou Laval, his father opened it in 1957. 
Uh, very involved around town, women's choir, billiards club, brown country hiking club. Last person to leave the bar the night Nick died. Left maybe an hour before closing time, which is late for her. She seemed... Wait, okay. She seemed on edge, but when I asked if everything was okay, she shrugged it off. Left a note on her menu and a matchbox on the counter for Nick. But he never got the chance to see it. So the matchbox I'm holding in my hand, uh, and it, like I said, it's, it looks just like a matchbox, except for on the side where the striker would be, that's printed as well. So it's not a real matchbox, but it, just looking at it, it looks, the way it's printed, it looks like a real matchbox with, you know, having been struck before. And that's wooden matches, not the cardboard type matches. Oh, I do got a point out. I just happened to look down. Okay. The footprints? Those look like men's boots. Wait, what? Well, I can't tell what that is. It's a matchbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. With the footprint. But that okay. doesn't mean... Now, those footprints do correlate to the tread on that boot. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at two photographs. However... One has a boot print, and the other one is a photograph of the boot. However, those boots do not correlate to those boots. Mm-hmm. All right. So the, the boots I'm referring to that they don't correlate to, there's photos of boots, photos of imprints in the mud made by those same boots. And then next to those boot prints, there is the matchbox. Now, the picture of this Donna Goddard, it, she is wearing a different kind of like boot. Like ones with fur on them. Yeah. The ones that we're looking at are work boots. Like... You know, like the uh, light tan colored work, you do know, you like see a traditional. Any fur on those boots? No, there's no fur. But what I do notice is the picture of the boots. Um, somebody took the picture from the outside. They're in a vehicle. And it looks like they're taking a picture through the back window. And the first thing I'm noticing, because um, you um, you can see the word Toyota on the back, on the, from the windshield. Yeah. So the vehicle of that the boots are in are a Toyota. Okay. That might, I'm, I'm assuming say, that's going to be pertinent down the road. It doesn't say what kind of vehicle yet. Uh, let me just finish okay. her notes. At the funeral reception, we talked about how Old Scratch was like a second home to her. How everyone there could see what a special place Nick had made it. Uh, looked like she'd been crying a lot. We talked afterwards, just reminiscing, and then she said something really odd. Like... If only I'd been faster, maybe I could have made a difference. Before I could ask her what she meant, Nolan came over and she started telling him about a job opening at or for a fry cook at the limestone dinner. Uh, he was grateful for the lead. We've all been struggling to find work since Old Scratch closed. It's hard to believe we'll ever find another job as great. Uh, next note, went over to her house hoping I could talk to her about the night Nick died. She sa uh, said she's been having a rough time that night, was preoccupied with some work problems. Then I decided to go for a drive, tried to clear my thoughts, but only got worse from there when I asked about stuff. She left at the bar. She got really anxious and said, we shouldn't talk here and hustled me out of the house in a hurry. Tried to call her, no answer. 
called her office, but they said she left on a business trip. Not sure when she's supposed to get back. Okay. That sounds... A little suspicious. A little suspicious. <clears throat> Alright, moving on. Uh, Joanne Campbell. Uh, date of birth, November 13, 1979. Female, 5'6", white, uh, brown hair, blue eyes. Aliases, Joanne Landau. Um, okay, married name. Uh, Two County Road, 66, Perdition, Indiana, 47448. Um, blue, 1975, Volkswagen Beetle. Registration, 333, Wit. W-I-T uh, Rest for Assault So this one has a pretty extensive background Rest for Assault 97 Charges dropped Rest for Trespass 2011 Charges dropped One No Contest Divorce uh, She has a B.A. in Ecology University of Indiana 2000 B. Farmer Sells Honey and Local Farmers Markets Alright. Do you want me to go on with the notes? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of notes. Actually, I'm going to pause real quick. I got to pee. Okay. We are back. B -b 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 back. Back. We're going to move on to the uh, second suspect. Uh, I, I think I already read through most of this. Joanne Campbell... Uh, date of birth, nineteen or uh, November 13, 1979. Female, 5'6", white, brown hair, blue eyes. Alias is Joan Landau. And I... Th uh, Two County Road, 66 Perdition, blue. 1975 Volkswagen Beetle. Um, 333 Wit, W-I-T. Arrest for assault, 97 charges dropped. Arrest is... Arrest for char uh, trespass. 2011 charges dropped. One no contest divorce. Be interesting to know who she was married to. Uh, a we BA, may find out soon enough. A BA in ecology, University of Indiana, 2000 bee farmer sells honey and at local farmers markets. Uh, notes: Her house is the newest property in old. Uh, her house is the newest property to Old Scratch. Not much else nearby. Eccentric, to put it mildly. On nights the bar is busy, she'll sit in a, in a chair out by the roadside and curse people driving by. Do you say curse people? Yeah, curse like, people. Screw you! Slow down! And not foul language. She genuinely believes she's putting hexes oh, on Oh, okay, so like... <laughs> I curse you to the ground! <laughs> okay. A plague on all your houses! Alright, um... Let me see... Apparently, she, she's been claiming some evil corporation from Indianapolis wants to sow, the, to sow the land near Devil's Well with poison or something. Sounds pretty out there to me, but I've heard stranger things, I guess. Then again, she's also been saying Nick got what he deserved, so who knows? 
Uh, went over to her place hoping to ask her some questions, but she said she won't talk to interlopers from Old Scratch Ben on destroying life. Then she threatened to shoot me if I didn't get off her property, so I left. Uh, I've never understood why she hates the bar so much. Just that bad blood goes back a long time. Uh, wish I could ask Nick. There's a lot of things I wish I could talk about these days. Snuck onto her property when I knew she'd be out of town, or she'd be in town. Took a picture of something that looks promising. Um, maybe we can dig through. Where's the photographs? Still waiting for the results from the Deviant Tracker Boot Tread database. So maybe that boot print. So here's some. Here's a some kind of report. The pro version with different boots on it isn't impressing me. So this. uh, I I think this is what she found. Maybe. Do you think the pictures are what she found? Yeah, it's a female boot um, with a zip-up side. The only thing is the tread doesn't match. I mean, it doesn't matter, but the tread doesn't match the other boot imprint in the soil at all. Can you see so that? The, yeah, the the boot print kind of looks almost like a waffle grid that you yeah. make waffles with, like this one. Yeah. So, just to just kind of describe to you what we're looking at, and I have a paper here with a bunch of different types of boots, and their tread in the bottom of them. So, let's see, the one I see on here is number 12, result number 12 that matches. Manufacturer Wood River, uh, model is called the uh, Fortress. Available from 1999 till present. It is, says it is a male or a men's boot. Um, doesn't really mean anything. Um, does it have a size? Do we see a size anywhere? Can you see a size, like a size on the bottom of the boot printed? Magnifying glass. No, I, so I know that sometimes on the bottom of a boot it will have like the size, like on the bottom. I don't see that on this boot. These look like basically Timberland boots, is what they look like. Say like your typical like light tan, like that's what I was kind of thinking too. Yeah, like a ten or eleven, just by seeing it. Uh, okay. Do, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, out of all the boots, there's about 14 different results. And result number 12, the Wood River. What did I call before? Wood Runner? I don't know. It's Wood River. Uh, that's the one that looks like it matches. Which one? The Wood River. This one? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I don't know why that's important right now. Yeah, Except that it matches. This only comes in men's boot, though. That's what I said. Or that's what I saw, I should say. But it is important to notice that in the imprint in the soil, the matchbox is right, like, what would you say, like a foot and a half? Mm. Two feet away from the imprint in the soil? Maybe yeah, a foot, foot and a half is what okay. I would say. And who left the matchbox? Wasn't it the first suspect? I believe... Uh, I don't 
remember. I thought it was the first or second. I thought it was the, well, it's not the second. So the first. Um, hold on. I want, so, okay. So I want to take some notes here real quick. Yeah, left a note on her menu and a small matchbox on the counter for Nick. Okay, so last person to leave the bar. So the first one, Donna Goddard, was the last person to leave the bar that night. Nick died. Okay. Left maybe an hour before closing time, which is late for her. Um, okay, so the note on the menu says we need to talk. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. The, the address is 6 County Road 66. Dun, dun, dun. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, she shrugged it. Uh, but when I asked if anything was, or if everything was okay, she shrugged it off. Left a note on her menu and a matchbox on the counter for Nick. But he never got a chance to see it. Okay, so on the back of the menu it says we need to talk, but then on the front of the menu where all the items that are available to buy, there's some items that are circled, and I don't know what order they're supposed to go in, but the word about is circled. The word land, I thought it was and, but I see there's an L there. So about land, Wednesday, devil's well, 11 p.m. Those are all the words that are circled on this uh, menu on the front and then on the back is where it says we need to talk so i'm assuming it says we need to talk about land wednesday devil's well at 11 p.m that's what i'm getting i don't know if that's right yet okay who left the note Last person to leave the bar left maybe so, an hour before closing time, which is late for her. She seemed that's the on first edge. suspect, Donna, something or other? Yeah. She seemed on edge, but when I asked if everything was okay, she shrugged it off. Left a note on her menu and a matchbox on the counter for Nick, but he never got a chance to see it. So she left the matchbox? Yeah. Yes. And the menu. Yes. The same matchbox that that's, we see in the photo. That's about a foot. Print. Yeah, about a foot, foot and a half from the boot prints. Yes. So Donna left menu. And matchbox. So John's just taking notes right now. Okay. All right. Um, the other blah, blah blah blah. There's a lot in this first one. Second one is crazy lady, hexagirl. <laughs> um, you know, she had a boo. I I'm assuming. I, I don't think there's anything on the back of these photos to say whose is whose, but I'm assuming this boot is her. But it doesn't ones, match any okay, of the print. It doesn't. Does it match any of the 
Okay, it doesn't match. Because I know I did see one <coughs> with a zipper, excuse me. We'll just look for female. Okay, so the first boot result one is a female boot, but that doesn't appear to have a zipper. You see there's a zipper? Yeah. <clears throat> so result one is a woman's boot, doesn't have is a there zipper. On the first one? Mm, no. <clears throat> the result number three is a woman's boat boot. 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 A boot. Boot. Um, it does have fur, however, no zipper. Wait, it has fur. But no zipper. Is there... That's Donna Goddard's. Has fur? Let me see. Yes. Result number three. Uh, I don't think that's the same kind, though. Yeah. So we'll keep This looking. is a high boot. Yeah. Not a low-cut boot. Uh, result number four or five is a woman's boot, but I don't see fur or a zipper. Okay. Uh, result seven is a woman's boot, but it's low cut, no fur, no zipper. Uh, result number nine, no fur, no zipper, but it is high cut. Uh, it's got buckles. Buckles. Yeah. This one's so hard to tell that, what does the tread look like? I think what she's trying to do, though, is compare the boot print to the uh, boot, which we've already established that it's that other one. Does this one match? Result number 14? I can't tell if it has a zipper. But no, it, it has four has... diamonds in the center. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so none of the... None of the boots match Donna's. Um, and again, I'm going to reiterate, the ones that do match the footprint on the ground, along with the picture in result number 12, are shown to have been taken inside of the car of a Toyota, some kind of Toyota car. Okay. Uh, so that, that so, might be interesting later. Yep. All right. So moving on to subject or uh, suspect. Number three. I'm just going to read it. We're not going to make any judgments. Okay. Because I think there might be some misdirection here. All right. Okay. Possibly. So we're just going to read it. Be objective. Chris Thompson. Date of birth. 20, uh, June 28, 1992. Um, male. 5'11". White. Blonde hair. Brown eyes. Uh, no aliases. 131 Carmichael. Uh, the... 131 Carmichael. Now, if you open that envelope up all the way, there is something written on the inside of the envelope. And I, I, didn't, I didn't read it yet. I just saw that there was writing. It's code. step out there is a code here on the inside of this and I'm trying to figure out how to it's kind of on the folded part so you can't really read it not too clearly oh wait here we go here's some more all right 
Alright, so if you completely turn the envelope inside out, we have our first code. And it looks like the envelope was completely turned inside out. Um, I'm gonna write down the code real quick. Let me let me finish out. So once again, uh, the 131 Carmichael Road in Perdition, Indiana. That's where he lives. But one of the clues that we got is from our client uh, Carmen, who snuck. She says she. Um, let me see. So it's important to know this is his address, this envelope here that we got, okay? For 131 Carmichael? For 131 Carmichael. Uh, he drives a 2016 Toyota Prius, personal, 2012. Dodge Durango is his official vehicle for the police station. Uh, vehicle registration number, I'm assuming for the first, is 876DHR um, for his police vehicle, the Dodge Durango, it is 745RHR. Uh, no criminal record. Um, he has a BA in criminal justice, University of Indiana, 2013. Uh, employment deputy of perdition, uh, sheriff's office since 2016. He went to high school with my sister. Um, these are the notes from our client. He went to high school with my sister. She says he was popular, but had a reputation as a ladies' man. Very outdoorsy. Always hunting and fishing, whatever's in season. Went to talk to him at the sheriff's office. On Tuesday, he confirmed that Nick's blood alcohol level wasn't off the charts. 0 .06. Uh, which is tipsy. But not seriously impaired. When I pressed him for more info, he told me the details aren't being made available to the public. Said Nick's death was tragic, but accidents just happen sometimes. Yeah, right. Visited him at his home, seemed annoyed at first, but let me in. Probably didn't hurt that I bought or brought pizza. Snooped around a bit. While I was in the kitchen getting plates and stole an open envelope that was at the bottom pile of mail on the table, mostly talked about hobbies. He's in the hiking club, too, apparently. Um, said he's been helping Sherry with some stuff around the house, just trying to be a friend in her time of need. One uh, or on my way out, I took a peek into his car, noticed something that might be useful. So that's the photo from his car, the Toyota Prius, the okay. boot. Um, <coughs> ran into him at the Limestone Diner, gave him a bunch of platitudes about moving on with your life. Oh, gave me a bunch of platitudes about moving on with life. As if he has any idea what I'm going through. After he was done condescending or after he was done condescending to me uh, he went to pay his bill and left his notebook sitting out on the table. Couldn't resist tearing out a page 
Too bad it didn't get more, or I didn't get more. Showed up at my house later that night. Scared me half to death, banging on the door, accusing me of theft. Threatening to press charges. I know he won't, if he couldn't even figure out that, uh, that Nick was murdered. There's no way he'll be able to prove anything. Okay. So there's three sets of, or uh, two sets of uh, notebook type notes here. I've got a yellow set of sheets that look like just a regular kind of notepad. And then another one that says uh, Perdition Sheriff's Office. I'm guessing it's not the Perdition Sheriff's Office one. It look, it's probably the regular looking notepad. Um, and I'm just basing that off of personal experience. Anytime I've seen police officers in real life uh, taking notes, it's always like a regular notepad. It doesn't usually have like uh, a police city emblem on it. It's usually just a regular handheld notepad. And this one's maybe like a little bit bigger than a handheld, but. Um, do we, did you have the Is that an E? This one right here. Is that an E? Second letter of the second graph. Looks like a B. Oh, no, the one before it. First letter, I'm sorry. Z? Is that a Z? That's a Z. Okay, so Z. Z. B. Z. <laughs> Next word, UP. UP. Next word, VFF. VFF. Next word, BPV. Next B. word, BPV. Uh, uh, Bravo. Paul. Purple. Okay. Velvet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know them all, but. Uh, next word, PJ. O G. What was it? P. P J. O G. O G. Next word. J G L. J. G L. Mhm. Ooh, this one's gonna be kind of tough. Hold on. Oh, what's this next word? C P U S P Z. Uh, next word U I H. Next word D B U. Next word, B H D J O, and then a question mark, and then a hyphen, and the letter F. Let me see.
sorry, people. I'm just trying to, uh... Who is he trying to help? Sherry, right? In those notes, does it say what um, the badge number is for Chris? Uh, I don't think so. Here. You look through this. <clears throat> the only reason I'm asking is because... On the ticket, the citation for the taillight that's out, it looks like the signature of the officer is Chris. Uh, kind of hard to tell. Um, but the badge number is 33. Let me see that envelope again. Chris. I don't see any badge number. Um, what are our suspects on there? There's Donna. Chris Thompson. Donna. Last suspection. What's her name? Uh, hang on. Got her yet. Sherry Webster. Okay. The last one said that she was, or he was helping Sherry. So let's read on Sherry. I'm not going to try to cipher this right this second. Sherry Webster. Uh, date of birth, April 2nd, 1982. Female, 5'7", white, brown hair, blue eyes. Sherry Hauser, maiden name. Um, 407, Shelby Lane, Perdition, Indiana, 47, 448. Silver, 2015, Mercedes-Benz, GLA, 97-1, HBI. Uh, arrest for shoplifting, 96. Charges dropped. Arrest for shoplifting, 98. Charges dropped. Uh, teaches at the Perdition Fitness Center. Okay. So, at the funeral, these are in the notes uh, from our client. At the funeral, she, keep, she kept telling me how highly... Okay, so this is... This is Nick's wife. Didn't mention a wife before, right? I don't remember. I don't think I don't it remember mentioned... a wife, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was... But this is the one that the previous deputy has been um, hanging around with. A reputation for a ladies' man. 
Three outdoorsy. Um, so she ran into our client ran into him at the limestone diner, gave him a bunch of platitudes. Showed up at my house late that night. Where did it say it? Said he's been helping Sherry with some stuff around the house. Just trying to be a friend in her time of need. On my way out, I took a peek in his car. Okay, so what else is in here? What else is in Let's here? see the paint can a I paint saw. paint can. I see a plastic bag of some sort. And a couple moving boxes taped up. Some kind of um, sheet. That's a bed sheet. A fitted sheet. It's like a turquoise fitted sheet. You see that underneath? It's not exactly like a painter's cloth. Right. For the paint can. Am I right? Uh, it does kind of strike me odd. Uh, I, yeah. So I have a couple things that strike me odd, but I'm going to hold them. Okay. Um, okay. She and, Nick, uh, she and Nick were sort of odd couple. She's so polished, and Nick, at his best, was kind of a mess. A lovable mess. But the kind of guy who buys a round of drinks for the whole bar, and then forgets his wallet. Uh, she could be kind of hard on him sometimes, like once he missed their anniversary, and he slept in the bar for a week. But he was crazy about her, called her the love of his life. Courtney who works the day shift at Old Scratch, loves Sherry's... Um, what is that? Is that bar class? I'm guessing like bar? the bar along the mirrors. Bar Maybe. class? B-A-R-R-E. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a fitness thing, and I'm apparently not very fitnessy. <laughs> Me neither. Okay, so, um, this Courtney girl, um, loves the bar class at the fitness center, uh, Center says Sherry, Sherry's kind of a perfectionist, but in a good way. Apparently she ex was accepted to study ballet, and there, there's the bar, uh, in Indianapolis when she was 14, but her scholarship fell through. She broke the news that she doesn't have plans to reopen Old Scratch. I don't know how I could bear it. Uh, not when there's a memory of poor Nick around every corner. She does not have plans to reopen Old Scratch. Stopped by the Webster's house to drop off some condolences cards. Took me, or t she told me, uh, she was staying at a friend's house the night Nick died. When I brought up the possibility of foul play, she absolutely refused to consider it. 
Nick had been behaving so strangely, seeing these things, or seeing things that weren't there, drinking too much. I'm sure he didn't even realize what he was doing. She looked, that was a quote, by the way. Um, she looked like she was about to start crying, so I didn't stay much longer after. Um, all right, so those are our four suspects. We have a code to break. Um, going by this code and the cipher. Let's, let's peer through the information first. So, yeah, here are the notes that were taken. Uh, these might be... By the cop? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't there some kind of police report or something, too? Yeah, there's a sheriff's office one. What is she thinking? Uh, okay, wait, wait. So we got to read them in order. Rock through back window. Nothing on cams. October 19th. Two fires in one night. Fire department thinks I'm crazy, but I know it's him. I don't think these are the notes from... Maybe these are? These are the notes from uh, Webster. Are they? I think so. Okay, so then the ones for the police officer one are the Perdition Sheriff's Office. Batch number 33. October 22nd. Let me finish reading these. Okay. October 22nd. Find out when Darling's anniversary present will be ready. Fire near parking lot. Cam 1 only raccoons. Uh, October 24th. Broke cam on loading dock ordering replacement October 26th I can see the devil in the woods I'm just not fast enough to catch him no footage um, that sounds like it could be Nick's um, three fires in the woods tonight didn't bother to call the fire department. No sign on any cams. November 8th. Biggest fire yet. This was a close one. November 10th. Remember to pick up Darling's gift. November 12th. Shadow by loading dock. 3.13 a.m. Don't be late for dinner. Um, reserve tomorrow. Don't want a repeat of last year. November 16th, note in mailbox, you'll burn for what you've done, owl on cam 2, 10.32pm. November 19th, fire by loading dock, 1.56am, burned wall pretty bad, but no structural damage, still no footage, prints though. The Devils. Hey, Prince. What does that look like? One of the boot prints. That looks like our boot print. Not this one. Looks like that one. 100%. Look. There are these spaces. Mm hmm. Here, here, 
here, here, here, with a line down the middle and a line creasing each one. Space, 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 with a line creasing down each one. Yeah. And the hex pattern in the center. So, so that's the no the on the notes. Uh, I'm guessing these are Nick's notes. Yeah. He drew out, hand drew out the how he saw the the shoe pattern. Yeah. Yeah, and it does not match the hex lady. Her blueprint. All right, let me finish reading. We're gonna go through all the information, and then we'll pour back into it. We'll uh, try to solve this. Uh, try to solve this puzzle um prince though the devils question mark okay november 23rd what is she thinking why would she go behind my back like that hmm. uh, november 24th another note are you ready to die something bad is coming got to be ready November 27th, I found proof right there in the open. Can't make it out, but I know what it means and what I have to do. Fire in the woods, 4.14 a.m. Uh, November 28th, C, at Mother's, thank God, dead raccoon in parking lot. Guessing he means his wife, Sherry. Um... So she's at her mom's November 28th. When was he killed? He wasn't killed until later, right? Um, Let's see on here. I don't see a date on this one. It's in this. Yeah, it's in here. It's got to be in here. This is the newspaper. So I'll read this in a second, okay? Um, what is she thinking? November 23rd. What is she thinking? Why would she go behind my back like that? Another note. Are you ready to die? Something bad is coming. Uh, got to be ready. I found proof. This is November 27th. Found proof right there in the open. Can't make it out. But I know what it means and what I have to do. Fire in the Woods, 4.14 a.m. Um, November 28th, see at Mother's, thank God. Dead raccoon in the parking lot. December 1st, fire was big this time. Almost didn't catch it. Not sure I'll be so lucky next time. So the person setting the fires is the person with that blueprint. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, what, was the, what, what date are you on? The one you just read? December 1st. Okay. December 3rd, Nolan and Courtney witness for me, put the paper somewhere safe. Mm. 
paper, put the paper somewhere safe. Note in the mailbox. Note in the mailbox, when you are cold in the ground, who will be sorry you are gone these days? I'm not sure. Still can't crack this code. Um, December 6th, moved front door cam again. Maybe I'll finally catch the devil in the act if he doesn't get me first. December 7th, the code repeats. I knew it. Uh, December 7th, I have notes from uh, a police officer. Okay. I'm guessing it's Chris. Do you want to read it? Um, yes, yeah, so one, 134, traffic stop, red Honda, going 60 miles an hour to 25 zone, uh, Ames Avenue by Brewer Hill Cemetery, ticket, 312, report of suspicious person in CR66, I don't know what that means, uh, no... No sign of unusual activity on arrival. Search property called in all clear after confirming building secure. Um, 331 traffic stop. Silver Lincoln taillight out. CR 66. Oh, that must be County Road 66. Okay. And uh, Eagleton Road warning. So that's the citation we have. Where's that citation at? That citation. The ticket. The somebody got a traffic ticket. Oh, this one. Yep, there it is. So that's at three thirty-one a.m. Okay. Silver Lincoln tail out. What is that? Three thirty-one a.m. Uh, twelve seven. Yep. Okay, so I'll keep reading the notes then, or... Yeah, keep So, reading. 401, collision between blue Cadillac and black Lincoln, Hawkins Road near the... Higgledy? I, Hig, Higgledy? I don't know what that means. Uh, Higgledy Piggledy? What? Conservation store? Or convenience store, sorry, conservation store. Wow. Uh, no serious injuries. Uh, booked Lincoln driver for DUI. 637 possible dead body called in Devil's Well. Confirmed no signs of life. Called coroner. Wait, what was the date? December 7th? Correct. At what time? The dead body, 637 a.m. Um, collision between Blue Cadillac and Black Lincoln, Hawkins Road near Higlity, Piglity Convenience Store. What was that, 3 o'clock, or roughly around 3 o'clock? There was, for, at 3.12, a report of a suspicious person 
13 County Road 66, no sign of unusual activity on arrival. Uh, search property called in all clear after confirming building secure. What's the date on here? On the top. So it's on 333, but what's the address? This, it's, it's at the bar. Be, it's at the bar. Yeah. It's surveillance so that's footage. six, and this is uh, thirteen, County Road, County Road, thir uh, thirteen County Road sixty six is the address. There's a six, County Road sixty six. So just across the street. Dun, dun, dun. I am leaning towards Chris. I'm leaning towards two. Two. I don't know if that's ever been a thing in this game. I don't know either. Like a, a team up? Motive. Or. Huh? Motive. Motive. Yeah. So the wife? And Chris. Chris? An affair. Okay. Because what I. If, if he's in the area, literally across the street, reporting something that didn't happen. Somebody reported, what was it again? A suspicious Re character. Report of a sus suspicious suspicious person at 13 County Road 66. Uh, no unusual activity on arrival. Search property. Called it in all clear after confirming building is secure. So if the address is 13 County Road 66 and the bar is 6 County Road 66, that's probably just across the street or maybe Kitty Corner. Within walking distance, and at three, th the Wait. in the um, cam shot of um, the Wait, security there, camera there shot. Be a huge misdirect here. Something that we're not saying. Maybe. Let's let's pile through all the evidence, okay? Okay, but let me finish my point here. Uh, what what I'm looking at is the cam uh, a photo or of the camera security camera three, and it's the timestamp is December seventh. 3:33 a.m. So two minutes to difference between what badge number, officer number, badge 33, which I believe is probably Chris, um, and when this picture of the devil through the door's window um, is captured with the security camera. Okay, go ahead. Oh wait a minute, I didn't read the last one of the notes. Let's just go ahead and finish that. Possible dead body called in Devil's Well. Confirmed no signs of life. Called coroner. No ID, but able to confirm victim's identity. Um, secured scene. And then the last note says uh, that was 6.37 a.m. And then at 6.59 a.m. Made initial search of area. No signs of struggle uh, on Riverbank from uh, fall from ledge seems likely so that oh wait there's more notes even someone's been breaking in according to this news article though mm -hmm. someone's been breaking into his bar for months we already know who has a uh, past in breaking in what, what are they looking for burglaries um his wife sherry has two arrests for shoplifting Okay, but that's not really burglary. Right, that's a little different. It's it's like a weird uh, psychological disorder. Um, assault, arrest for trespass. So this is the crazy one. Um, wasn't there one that had burglary? Shot I don't remember. Uh, no criminal arrest. 
assault, trespass, one no contest, divorce. Want to know? I want to know. Let me finish reading this article. Okay. Uh, this is the first. This is not the first misfortune. In July, Webster told this paper that nothing valuable was stolen following a series of petty burglaries, but said he was taking measures to ensure the incidents did not continue. Sheriff McGinty confirmed that no perpetrator was apprehended for the thefts. More recently, Webster had reported a series of small fires and disturbances at a bar competition ten times between September and December 7th. Bartender Old Scratch said Webster feared someone was out to get him. Circumstances of Webster's death led some tradition residents, including Rojas, to speculate whether this fall might have been an accident. However, Shirley was adamant these claims are groundless. Sure, my deputy would have discovered any signs of foul play," he said. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Are you paused? We- no, I'm just monitoring the audio real quick. Um, I'm sure my deputy would have discovered any signs of foul play. Did you hear what I said? Mm-hmm. Sheriff never went out. Only the deputy did. Only deputy did. Interesting. Um, hmm. We're looking at someone who was a little worked up, who had a drink or two. It's tragic, but accidents happen. Webster's widow, Sherry, said in a statement, I have faith in the sheriff's office. I'm so grateful for their help. Nick uh, was the love of my life. And I... And I don't know what I do, what I'll do without him. Mrs. Webster did not address whether Old Scratch Tavern will reopen, but tradition residents will surely miss their favorite neighborhood barkeep. Uh, Carol Neubauer, a member of the Perdition Billiards Club, said Old Scratch's pool championship won't be the same without Nick cheering us on. Donna Goddard, a longtime patron of Webster's Bar, said it's heartbreaking. Nick made the best old-fashioned in town. I know I won't be the only person having one in his honor tonight. Funeral services be held Sunday at 11 in Bob's Funeral Home, followed by a reception at Old Scratch Tavern. Okay, anything on the back? <clears throat> New developments for Devil's Well, the scenic waterfall just outside Perdition could be included in the sale of land if negotiations proceed. Monday. It's misdirection. I think it's misdirection. Okay, I gotta read you something right here. On the next... Uh, on the other side of the notes for the sheriff's officer notebook that uh, officer badge number 33 I'm assuming is Chris um, at 7.29 a.m. coroner arrived agreed fall is likely cause of death says he's probably been dead 
three to four hours. So if you minus that from 729, that's about three to four o'clock in the morning. When we have them on film at 333. Right, but it could have been three to four hours, so it could have been around four. Okay. So roughly a half hour right after that. After this photo was taken, yes. Okay. So it's directly after that photo. Directly. Okay. So we have a time frame. We do. So he was killed roughly in between, what would you say? Um, 3.30 and 4.30. Three, yeah, 3.30. 3 333 well, 3 and 4.30 is our window. Yes. Right? The meeting scheduled originally for 30 minutes continued over an hour. And Joanne Campbell stood up during the question and answer period. Tone of the discussion quickly became tense. Campbell identified herself. As the founder and sole member of the Save Devil's Well Foundation, an organization she claimed is devoted to protecting the wilderness around Devil's Well, Campbell accused the council of accepting bribes and claimed this well is a sacred site that deserves official protection. She ended by threatening to come to the council's homes and do to you what you want to do to our environment. Security attempted to remove Campbell. Okay, this is the crazy lady, right? Joanne Campbell. While you're looking at that, I'm going to go ahead and continue to read the other yeah, notes on just... the police, police, per, whatever, police officer's <laughs> notebook. Uh, so at 8.45, went to 2CR, that's County Road, 66, to talk to neighbor who found the body. Stated she was out for a walk shortly after 6 a.m. when she discovered the body on the rocks behind the waterfall. Then returned home to call the police. So if this neighbor that found the body... Uh, was out for a walk around 6 and then came back home. Uh, the arrival to where the dead body was was 6.37. So that, <coughs> excuse me, that all kind of fits in there. Um, the next set of notes say 10.22 uh, a.m. Back to scene search of water underway. Haven't found much so far. Uh, behind some empty beer, oh, besides some empty beer bottles, probably just litter. Uh, next set of notes, eleven seventeen. Gave update to McGinty. I'm. There must must be the sheriff, or did you get the sheriff's name? Is it McGinty? Yeah. Okay. Um, right he, he agreed with the accident scenario will proceed accordingly. Uh, 1232 coroner okayed removal of remains. M Morty. I don't know what that word is. These are all like handwritten notes. So some of the words are kind of difficult to read sometimes. M Morty from Boggs Funeral Home to pick up. Oh, probably mortuary. It's probably abbreviated. Um, 105. 
told Sherry she she took it about as expected did my best to calm her down reassured her foul play unlikely made sure she called her mother made sure she called her mother hmm. uh, to come down and stay so she's not alone after a time like this okay and that's the end of the police officer's notes And I think that's almost all of the evidence we have. Um, the th threat note, I guess. Um, it says interloopers will be banished to the bottom of the devil's well. And there, it's like all the letters are cut out and glued on paper, just like you would see like okay. in a movie. Read that too. Okay, so there's a flyer right here. It says Project Devil's Well. Ritual to banish evil forces. Meet at the Stone Circle near Devil's Well, December 7th at Moonset. That'd be 3.04 a.m. So that's just before the picture in the security cam. Where you see Nick alive talking to somebody, and then the devil's mask in the background through the windowed door. Um, we cannot stand idly by while um, Hang on, just one. I'm just kind of looking at this. Is there any, there's no notes on this. Okay, we cannot stand by. We cannot stand idly by while despicable people wreck wanton destruction and des uh, desecrate our precious untamed land. Uh, we must protect our wild spaces from interloopers bent on, uh, what is that, Ruin, ruination, is that, is that what that word is, ruination? Ruination. Okay. Keep Devil's Well pure. <coughs> Banish unwelcome adversaries. Uh, no more greedy developers. Uh, no new construction on Counter Road 66. No more litter. Over 400 empty beer bottles collected along Counter Road 66 uh, this month alone. No more noise pollution, loud music at all hours. Uh, disrupts normal behavior patterns in wildlife. No more senseless slaughter of drunken drivers. Oh, by drunken drivers, rather. 
there are five times more serious collisions on County Road 66 than other roads in the county. We all uh, we have all seen uh, defenseless wildlife and uh, harmless house cats destroyed by reckless drivers. Join in the ritual to eliminate foul forces, uh, despoiling our secret wilderness no experience required and then it has kind of a hand-drawn um, map pointing out where to meet at do not park at old scratch tavern exclamation point uh, they are an enemy and you will be to you'll be toad. It looks like be toad is one word, but it's two. You will be toad. Uh, be toad. I don't know. Uh, so that's the flyer that was part of the evidence. What do you have? It's not the witch. I didn't think it was. I did. You did? Yeah, well, I had... I didn't think it was fully the witch. Um, but I had my suspicions. Okay. Now I am almost positive that you and I were essentially both right. About the... The affair. Okay. Here's the reason why. Look at the times and the dates. Is this text messages? Yep. Okay, do you want to read? No, no, go ahead. Okay. So, Nancy Blanton Perdition... Uh, Carmichael Road residents beware if you live on Carmichael Road and want to s- wait, sleep. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead and read it, but there's something weird going on here. We can rule out. I'm not sure it is the affair. Is that? Well, look at the time on there. Uh, Okay, so so December 7th, 6.32. That would be right about when the police officer arrived. Let's see. Hang on. He said, I think it was 6.37. Let's see. 6.37, I I know who it is. But we need to still crack that cipher. Okay. Um... I know who it is. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So it's 637, or 632, rather. Um, if you can't, if you live on Carmichael Road and want to sleep through the night, good luck. I didn't get a wink of sleep last night because my neighbor's inconsiderate hussy of a girlfriend showed up to his house at, at all hours to be as... Uh, disruptive as possible. I swear she knocked over every single thing in his backyard, uh, letting herself into the house. So somebody's breaking in. Something or other. Then she turned off all the lights when, uh, which shine right into my bedroom window. I don't know what uh, possessed her to start playing music so late, but I assume it was 
uh, intended to annoy me personally. Thankfully, it stopped after a couple of hours, but not uh, before I was robbed of my beautiful rest. This isn't the first time they have been inappropriately allowed. You'd like, uh, you'd think they'd have a, uh, you'd think they'd have the decency to be ashamed of themselves, but no, they are determined to make a mockery of law-abiding residents uh, of this peaceful communities. After that, uh, a couple minutes later, it's 6.37, someone named Helen Garbinski chimes in. Oh, so that's what all the noise was around 2.30 last night. Uh, someone named Dale Lynch, maybe a couple minutes later, 643, maybe try a sleep mask and earplugs. Uh, someone named Belva Washington at 658. Why so judgmental, Nancy? That's a person, the person who, uh, had left the initial comment at the very beginning. I agree they could be more considerate of their neighbors, but the heart wants what it wants. Besides... Who are you to cast the first stone as if uh, you haven't committed a few uh, indiscretions in your life? Uh, someone named Norman just puts in what at 7.09. The next set of notes. This looks like some kind of community post board or something like that online. Uh, at 7.23, Mia Ro uh, Romier, Romer, uh, hey, I know it's last minute, but is anyone going to the ba uh, banishing ceremony out by Devil <coughs> Devil's Wall tonight? Oh, this is actually before. This is the day before. Oh, so I, I read these in the wrong order. So this is the day, uh, the evening before the murder. This one I should have read first. Uh, I don't want to get murdered or whatever. Anyone know who's organizing it or what their deal is? Uh, Amy Kaplansky at 752 says, No idea who's running it, but I w wouldn't go hang out with a bunch of strangers in the woods at night. Someone named Dory Norville at 927 p.m. says, I can't make this, I can't make this ritual. Uh, I'm at a Coven meeting in Indianapolis tonight, but I promise you'll come to no harm. <clears throat> Mia replies again at 4.47 a.m. Update, so I wound up going by myself, and it was totally bonkers. I got there and like three, at like 3 in the morning. And it was just me and this lady with a basket of weird herbs. Uh, we spent like 30-40 minutes burning herbs and chanting. Uh, at one point I heard something crashing around the underbrush and I got worried she'd actually summon something. But I guess it was just an animal or whatever. Then she hands me a shovel and tells me to start walking. Uh, I thought she was going to kill me for sure. Instead, she made me pick up 
a dead box off the side of the highway and carry it over to the old dive bar. She made me put the fox on the ground by their mailbox and then she covered it with ashes from a fire from the fire and then yelled for uh for vinegar tom okay whatever that means uh after that she thanked me for helping her helping support quote unquote the gauze and asked if i needed help getting back to my car Anyway, I guess perdition has its very own witch, but at least I didn't die. 710 would go again. I don't know what that means. Okay, so that's all the community post board notes I have. I think we've gone through all the evidence, haven't we? I think so. Alright, um, take a break. I need to try to decipher this. What is that? that menu over there let me see the menu oh uh, the menu is where it says i believe donna's the one that left this yep. and it says we need to talk and then there's some words circled the word about the word land the word wednesday and the word devil's well and the word 11 or the number or whatever 11 p.m so i'm assuming that means she want to meet wednesday um about land at devil's well okay okay I don't know what they once day is because they don't have days of the week on most of this stuff. And I don't know what year it's supposed to take place exactly, so I can't really just look it up. So we're going to pause for a minute, take a break, uh, gather our thoughts, and see where we're at. Right now we're at about a, an hour. Hold on, let me zoom in a little bit closer. We're at an hour and 47 minutes right now. <laughs> Had to be exact. Uh, pause. Here we go. We're going to pause. And then we'll come back and be refreshed. Okay. Oh, yep, yep. So we, we took a break. We ended with a break. Uh, I was going to break down and do the cipher. We were coming up with all different kinds of ideas. And we went through all of the information that was sent to us um matt and i collaboratively um we cracked the cipher um matt ingeniously put in like a, a, a random number that we didn't find until later but um managed to get the pouch open the locked pouch which gave us uh, more information, but then we had to decipher a different code. Uh, that one didn't take too long because I kind of had an idea how it went. So we know positively we have motive. We um, The motive is the biggest thing, I think, in this. Right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Uh, I was wondering when we are going to come to that because throughout the all the evidence we were looking at i just didn't see any motive yeah and we were thinking it was gonna be just the affair but and honestly we thought there might be two people yeah um, because in this kind of thing there usually is um but 
we're not going to share. <laughs> we, yeah, led, we, we led you through this entire podcast <laughs> and we're not going to share our findings, but we a hundred, a hundred percent know it was, uh, it was Mr. Green in yeah, the with the candlestick. library with the candlestick yeah. or whatever. So, but we're not going to share. Uh, <clears throat> instead, we're going to vote that you should definitely go and buy this. Um, this is the easy mode one. Uh, it took me approximately what twenty minutes. Yeah, my my About wife 20... actually had a really hard time figuring out the cipher, and she had to go online to one the hunter killer group on Facebook and get some hints from people and it took John I mean, about 20 minutes. Yeah, it was about 20 minutes. Out. And it was kind of difficult. Well, um, it, it honestly it wasn't the hardest code I've had to crack in the past, but I gave myself a little bit of leeway. I wasn't struggling too hard and 20 minutes is kind of respectable, I think. For never seeing this information before ever and just having to figure out a cipher so i think we did very well together um we definitely solved it we uh put our heads together we laid all all the information that we uh that we thought and we were thinking about and how it correlated to the direction of the murder um and there was a lot of twists and turns i'm gonna say that there are in this set right here the death at the dive bar that there are i think i i'm going to speak for matt and matt you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think there are two misdirects with this with this box set at least at least two misdirects to where they point you in a direction they want you to go in that direction <coughs> um now i'm noticing on the box they say 45 minutes to 60 minutes yeah we're already almost I... Now, granted, I read over every single piece of information, but... But just doing that without even thinking about it is going to yeah. take almost that long. Yeah, I mean, that's all we did, basically. We just thought about it and read the material. Yeah. We didn't really, like, sit down, and I hadn't even started the cipher until, yeah, until about an hour uh, and a half in, or yeah. around 40 minutes in. So... My here's my thoughts on this. First of all, Hunter Killer, you can definitely try and sponsor our podcast if you want, because we're gonna, you know, plug you guys. Um, you can get the Hunter Killer mystery box, Death at a Die Bar at Target. It's about thirty bucks. Um, it's well worth your time, and here's here's why I think it is. Uh, in a day and age where everybody's on their phone or watching TV. Um, my wife and I started playing this a few months ago. Not this set. I, I didn't do this one with her because I didn't want to have any spoilers. She did this one by herself before John and I. Because I wanted to do it with John and not have any spoilers. But we did a different set. And I felt like the money is worth it to spend time with my wife instead of watching TV or whatever. So even though they're do cost a little bit of money um, once you open it up and see that all the items in there and all the props it's it's a well put together set yeah it's I worth agree. the money yeah and the time that you spend with either yourself or a loved one or friend or whatever it's worth that to me um 
it's, the only thing that kind of sucks is it's not like a Monopoly where you can go back and play it again and you're going to get a different result. It's kind of a one-and-done deal. I mean, you could probably go back to it five years later if you don't remember yeah. and, you know, have some fun with it or sit in with friends who are playing it and uh, maybe intentionally try and misdirect, misdirect. them. So like, there's some fun you could have with it, but it's not like a board game where you can just play, <laughs> excuse me, play you it like a once a week. Result. Yeah. Um, I, I will add to that, though, um, now that I've finished one, that with many more on the on the table, this is something that you could actually have a party night. Yeah, with multiple people, you could have like twenty people. Yeah, because it's one plus player, not one to four, one to six, one to eight. It's one plus. So yeah, if you got ten people in a room, yeah, you could do it with that many people. You can just have Easily. everybody Easily. looking at one one piece, piece of, of evidence. Yeah evidence and then somebody taking notes uh and, and i think that would be a fun maybe doing it that way it, would, it wouldn't take as long because yeah. you have everybody looking at something at once yeah but i think we're and just one or two people like 20 different ideas or 10 different ideas yeah. so but i do think it's a way that you could have a party night and a game night with like your friends um and do something like unique and original it's kind of like um like those clubs where you go to the hotel and you have to dress yeah, up yep. and solve a murder. Yeah. But you're doing it in the comfort and leisure of your own home. So you're getting that same experience. Yeah. But for a much cheaper price. And without you, the costumes. Without the costumes. Oh, you maybe <laughs> you could, could dress up. You could. Yeah. Dude, that'd be kind of cool. The first know? one that uh, Rebecca and I are still doing um, is one that. Uh, takes place in like the 30s or something so you could dress up if you wanted to and if the five or the 30 bucks is like a big deal just plan on doing it with like five ten friends and charge everybody like a five dollar cover to come over and play yeah that way you're covering the cost of the game with the extra money you can order pizza and pop or beer or whatever and maybe you can resell it online. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what I was thinking, too. I was thinking of looking for other um, sets that aren't available anymore. And somebody didn't scratch off, like, the, you know, the hints or whatever. And they're reselling it. Um, yeah, you could do that. You could totally make your money back if you didn't feel like you were going to ever play it again. and you But you still had fun or whatever. Um, I'm sure you could probably get 20 bucks and you, know, you spend 10 bucks to have a good time. Yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I know we're leaving you with the anticlimactic like ending of like, damn it, I want to know. But we're also trying to help out the company by not giving away a spoiler because say this is 30 bucks. We're not going to get take that 30 bucks out of their pocket. We yeah, want, we, we want, since it was so, so much fun, we want them to do well as, yeah. as well um so we're gonna tell you this was probably what how long are we at two hours we're almost two hours i mean uh, we, we kind of took some breaks in between we shifted around ideas we took our time playing it we didn't want to rush through it i'm sure if you rush through it you could do it um but it was a extremely i i can't even emphasize this enough extremely fun two hours of spending time with my friends yeah and I don't think we could have w- watched any movie on the entire face no. of the planet 
and had this much fun to where me and Matt, we were constantly throwing ideas back and forth. I like, I laughed so hard when Matt, we figured out the combination for this, the locked pouch simply like we figured out the first two numbers and then matt just randomly started flipping numbers <laughs> oh my and yep, i'm got sitting it. <laughs> here i'm sitting here logically trying to figure out what that last number is and matt like took the initiative and just started flipping through until he found it and i was like why didn't i think of that why didn't i seriously think of that because that should have been my first thing I know. But I didn't even think about it. And Matt's just like, boom, 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 boom. Got it. Like, there's only 10 possibilities at that point when you got the first two numbers. Well, I mean, I didn't know, but I, we, figured we, yeah, we figured the first two numbers, yeah. and we were right. Yeah. So it was a great experience. Um, and I, I want to say, if you like this, um, let us know. Reach out to us. You can we have a campfire conversationalist on Facebook. Um you can also go to anchor.fm slash campfire talks and leave us a message there. You can also support us there, and that's anchor.fm slash campfire talks slash support, I believe. I'll make sure that's correct. Link in the description. It's it's kind of <laughs> like uh, Anchor's way of having a Patreon-type deal for podcasters. You know, so, I, I think the biggest support that you, uh, the listeners, can also do for us, even above and beyond actually supporting, is just to throw a shout-out to all your friends about us and have like try to get them to listen to us as well. Um, because the more listeners, the more we get out there, and the better it helps us, number-wise. So, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially the biggest thing, is trying to grow our number base. And we try to have original content. We don't like to talk about the same old things. Um, some things we do. Some things we just enjoy. Yeah, serial I think the killers? serial kill. Yeah, the serial killer thing is kind of you know what led Our us niche. into this. Yeah, yeah, and it's that was never like the intention when we started. We're not like let's do a serial killer podcast, uh, but that's just a topic that we happen to both enjoy talking about. Yeah. So and I, yeah, right. yeah. Other than that, uh, we got some more ideas. Uh, like we said in the beginning, we've been on vacation for two weeks. I am going back home to Michigan tomorrow, and then we're probably going to podcast another new, brand new episode uh, with this one. When you'll be hearing this, I'll already be back in Michigan, hopefully, um, recording with Matt again, a uh, brand new episode, and we're not going to give any details, but it will be, uh, it'll be fun and dark and twisted, all rolled up like a big, giant burrito. So. Yes, and I've already got another episode that's already recorded that I just haven't finished editing. <laughs> so, he will do that one. <laughs> so, there's at least three episodes. The one before this, this one, and the one that we do sometime this next week. Yeah. And we're going to definitely try to bring content more often. Oh, and we're going to try to get some guest vocalists. Or guest uh, um, interviews. Interviews, yeah. So we have some work, uh, ideas in the works. 
it's just a matter of can we reach out to them will they want to come on like when we had the bun when we had jason wisdom um we're gonna try to reach out to some more people and see who we can get on to interview just for fun's sake uh, maybe to talk about music maybe just to talk about i just had another stuff. idea hmm. what if we can get like three or four guests at once and tell them it's just an interview <laughs> and they will be like well we're not gonna do an interview we're gonna do a hunter killer and you're gonna play with us <laughs> That might be kind of fun. That might be. Like, but we couldn't give away the ending. Though. No. Maybe we could. I don't know. What if we did it on Twitch and then just pulled it down right away? So if you weren't there live, you'll never know. You never, And then we cut it down. Edit out the end. Maybe. And then people in the chat room yeah, can offer up ideas I to help. I still think that it's kind of breaching that one. I know, but how is it different than just playing a video game online, though? That's what that's what I how I see it. I agree. I agree. But since it's a one and done, it yeah. it's a little different, I guess. Yeah, I think it is a little different. <clears throat> if it was any other game, I would just say it's no different than well, playing a video, video game. game has like replayability, <clears throat> right? At least, yeah. Um, this might be considered. Not cool, bro. Yeah, because once you know the ending, it's like the sixth sense. You can never unsee the ending of the sixth sense. And once you see it, then you're like, damn it. Now I can never watch that damn movie again. You know what? There was a movie I just rewatched, and we I saw it only a couple of years ago, and there was an ending like that, and I was like, oh, I totally forgot about that. And you know, now that I'm thinking about the sixth sense, I almost want to rewatch. <laughs> it's been like 20 years. I know. The kid's like all grown up now. He's like 35. No, family. he's older than that. <laughs> he was he was in that show, The Boys. You ever watch that on Prime? Yeah. He yeah, was I in did. that. Yeah. Didn't he get killed? Yes, he did. He got killed. That's a great show, by the way. Yes. Very Ooh, violent. Dark. <laughs> dark and violent. Just how I like it. Well, and I, I felt like that. I know this is totally off topic, but... I felt like that show is what would really happen if there were really superheroes. Yeah, I agree. The show was really, really messed up. Very well written. Yep. I liked it. <laughs> and with that... We're going to end. <laughs> I'm a Gooch and he's Grundle. <laughs> That's an inside joke from our trip. Uh, and Soon to be tattoos somewhere. Maybe, yeah. Maybe on our Gucci and Grundle. <laughs> if you don't know what a Gucci and Grundle is, <laughs> that's too bad for you, I guess. Uh, he's John. I'm Matt, and we're wait. I'm Dread Matt. Dread Matt. I'm Dread Matt, and we're out.